Hello everyone, welcome to episode 9 of Story Heritage. This is your host, Winter. Uh, um, last day of the year. How are you feeling, people? Um, this year was a whole roller coaster. A lot of emotions surfaced, a lot of problems were dealt with, a lot of relationships and friendships were made, as well as broken. A lot of um, feelings developed, many even developed corona along with the feelings, Um, and so much more happened. This year truly was a ride. Uh, I'm sure many people learned a lot of things this year and, you know, that changed them in ways to describe 2020 in one word, it would be relentless. That's the only like thing that comes to my mind when I try to assess and like assess my feelings or like try to find a word to summarize 2020 it's relentless while I was trying to think of a word to describe 2020 this word kept on circling in my mind and when a word pops up in my head I usually have to look it up to make sure that I'm using uh, you know the using it the correct way and i i was spot on relentless is unyieldingly severe strict or harsh or oppressively constant that's how i would describe 2020 and since today is the last day um let's share my year with you um so we go all the way back to january I had a pretty good time then. I was really excited for my exams, went to school, put up a stall at a food festival where I had like the best time of my life, made new friends, was happy, loud, and cheery. (laughs) Um, Then we have February. I studied a whole lot for my exams. I wanted to score a position and have the highest marks. I was nervous and excited as hell for my exams. Everything going well so far. Um... March, we had a farewell party. I was told I looked beautiful by pretty much anyone I made an eye contact with, even though I had cried for like 20 minutes straight in the car on the way because I was scared of how I'd make a fool of myself since it was my first time wearing heels and they didn't even match my clothes. Um, super baby and childish, I know, but I never did well with the compliments though. Um, so we have March 15th. My mom was on the phone with a teacher and while I was packing my bag to leave for my exam because a teacher had called. She hangs up and goes, you're not having your finals. And I was confused. I go, why? She goes, we're on a lockdown now and the teacher says to stay prepared because they might release a new schedule. And I said, okay. A, A week goes by, like nothing. Another week goes by nothing then finally it turns out we're not having our finals at all i was devastated i had prepared so hard while others were like celebrating i was you could say worried about my future but um thinking it was for the best i decided to move on and march 20th onwards up till whole of i guess april it was the worst time of my life I lost people I loved dearly to love itself. I lost relationships that are said to be impossible to break. 
and I lost many things. I lost myself, I lost my sanity, happiness, smile, energy, and so much more of myself. May, June, July went by in a snap. Um, nothing special in them. August, I was when I truly realized that I stopped feeling like myself. I didn't feel safe in the environment I lived in or around the people I associated with. And I was completely done with everything. I had nothing to say to friends, to my family, to anyone at all. Um, I ignored text messages and phone calls. I barely answered. I, I still don't, you know, I should. Um, I had nothing to post on social media. I stopped posting and scrolling. I, I no longer watched movies or anything at all. I even stopped writing. But, um, the only thing that kept me somewhat sane was reading books while listening to soft jazz music or just listening to simple jazz music. I'm a little weird, I know. <laughs> um... I guess it was also around August I decided to start my, um, podcast, or I guess it was, like, September, yeah, I guess it was September, yeah, but, um, anyways, so, as soon as I thought I was, like, ready to deal with the world, it, it kept throwing up more and more towards me, and it revealed so many things, like, the ever-revealing harsh nature of people when it comes to empathy, the sudden death of friends or family, the constant beatdown of, of fear and doom in our ears recycled daily, more death, more diseases, more racism, increasing financial insecurities, people constantly refusing to admit the fact that normal is gone. Amongst all this chaos, my mind and body decided to shut down. Everything went downhill. My whole life was flipped upside down. I, I didn't even know what it was like to experience depression or anxiety. And when I finally did, it hit me so hard. Not a day went by when I wouldn't cry for at least three hours like at least twice a day <clears throat> and when it was all getting overwhelming I, I, I started feeling rage burning inside me because I didn't like the way I was I wanted to go back to the way I used to be like I wanted to like I wanted someone to flip the switch back on so I could be normal again impossible couldn't happen I, I couldn't change I shut everyone out, not that it's any different now, um, but I want to make an effort. I want to at least try to change. I can't talk to people at all. I look like a person in need of drugs if I have to talk to someone. I shake so bad. Um, it made me look like a mentally ill person ran away from a mental hospital. But you know, <clears throat> 2020 has taught me so much to slow down and that self-care is critical to get rid of stuff and that traditions change and that problems 
that you're going through, they don't define you. So, here's a few things that I learned this year. Number one, difficult times really do show us the real face of life and people. And I'm speaking this based on my personal experience because this year was a again roller coaster and it was full of surprises and yeah number two self-care and mental health should be your utmost and top priority this is important because I used to often give advice to my friends who were not mentally in a very good place and they would always like often come to me for advice and I would give them advice. But when it came to myself, I realized I didn't really know how to help. And by that I mean I didn't know how to help myself. And I wanted to help myself. I've always been like this. I don't I don't like depending on other people or burdenizing other people. Burdenizing, burdening other people. So I wanted to stay quiet about the way I was feeling, but I realized that I couldn't and that it was going to be really hard. But I tried and I'm still trying. It may seem like nothing, but to me I see the progress I make and even the littlest things I do seem like big victories to me. So, number three, you should be intentional with basically and literally everything you do because your future might end up depending on it. Number four, you should always have something to look forward to. Like, even if you're going through a hard time, again, it's this thing that there is light at the end of the tunnel, but I don't associate well with this saying because I don't see light at the end of the tunnel. I... There might be light at the end of the tunnel, but my tunnel just seems a little longer than others. Which is probably why it's taking me longer to see the light at the end of the tunnel. So, number five, um, we feel in terms of how we're thinking. So, like, we, we really do act based on what we think and on our thoughts. And then... Um, being assertive can actually save you sometimes. I, I realized this this year when I changed a lot. I became very controlling of myself and things that went out of control would like really anger me. And like, I, I, I don't know what, what happened. <laughs> I don't know. Um, and I would like, I wouldn't even go around like politely asking. I would just be like, hey, I want you to do this. Do this for me. And I don't mean this in a bad way that being assertive can save you, but it can save you sometimes. But do not use it to like your um, for like other things. You should use it for, you know. Um, okay. Anyways, um, okay, and this one goes out to the people currently in my life. Um, that includes my friends and family. Sometimes. People don't want to be saved. Everyone you meet is battling an inner battle you don't know about. But that doesn't automatically mean you should help them or that it's your responsibility. Because it's not. Sure, some people do need help but don't admit it. But others just don't want help. Because asking for help 
or seeming like they need help makes them think that they're weak and they're vulnerable and open enough for people to read them like a book. So don't be judgmental. Just you, you should be kind. Don't try to interfere, but like stay on the surface. You know, like keep circling the edges just so that they know that in case if they ever need you, you're there for them. Number eight, you don't need to be productive all the time, or at all, in my opinion. Um, taking some time out for yourself shouldn't be considered being lazy or selfish. Number nine, um, this one's really good. Uh, punching or screaming into a pillow is actually an effective anger management tool. You should try it too. I, I do that all the time, even when I'm embarrassed. I don't punch it though, I, I, I scream in it. Um, number 10, being alone does not mean you're lonely. You should learn to enjoy your own company. And when you do, you kind of start liking being alone. You don't, like you would prefer your own company rather than the company of others. And then number, I guess, 11, yeah. Um, sometimes, Silence really is the best response, and you don't always need to have the last word. You don't really have to respond to anything that makes you feel uncomfortable. Um, number 12, you should respond, not react. I know I said that silence is the best response, but if someone says something, you should respond, not react. Because I have been into studying psychology and I realized emotional intelligence is the key to making better life decisions. So, yeah. And number 13, everything you do, it's because you choose it. Your choices, your decisions decide your present and your future. Number 14, don't expect anything, but appreciate everything. You never know what can happen next. I'm saying this because often sometimes you don't expect some things to happen. But if you feel thankful for them, for example, take a person, take your best friend, for example, okay? You don't expect anything from them. You don't expect whether they'll live or, they're, or, or like they'll die the next morning. You meet them, go back home. But you appreciate the fact that they took out time from their busy schedule and they hung out with you and you felt thankful for that you appreciated their kind gesture you go home the next day you find out oh they passed okay that wasn't a good idea but um you won't feel guilty but you will feel happy you feel like not happy because they died but like you'll feel happy for the fact that you never did anything wrong You'll appreciate them and that if they knew that, it would make them happy too. I don't know if what I'm saying made any sense at all, but it made sense to me. Um, number 15, you should take responsibility for your every decision. Take intentional action and you can end up creating spectacular outcomes. That was a good one, okay. Um, number 16, this is more for myself than others, but if others are dealing 
something like this, then it's for you too. We are much stronger than our demons. And we should take control of them before they take control of us. If we realize something about ourselves going a bit out of place, we should take control and drag it back into place. And then, number 17, maybe release anger. It'll make you feel happy. <laughs> Not by violence. Violence is never the answer. But, um, scream into a pillow. It'll make you happier. <laughs> make you feel light. Number 18, um, choose yourself. In the end, it's always you. It's even up to you whether you choose yourself or something or someone else. But do remember that in the end, you're your own person. You are yours. You have to choose yourself. It has to be you. It's always you. 2020 unearthed many truths, many changes that needed to be made, and for that I'm, I'm grateful. I really am, and I hope the new year brings all good things. Although it doesn't seem like a very good name for the year 2021. Oh, 2021. Okay. Um, thank you so much for listening to Story Heritage. If you enjoyed listening to today's episode, make sure to let others know about it too. And remember to please be a little more kind to yourself if you haven't figured things out yet. You're trying your best and even though it may not seem enough some days, it matters more than you'll ever know, my love. I'll see you soon and it'll be sooner than you think. So stay tuned and goodbye.